Well, the record button has been pressed. Yay. Woot. What's up, guys? Welcome to a guy in this falcon, or a gap for short if you like acronyms. <sighs> Join me is a very special someone that's been around this channel for quite some time. What up, DJ? Hello. I'm I'm just your biggest fan. My my biggest fan. <laughs> you realize we actually met IRL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For like one time. Yeah. I was in like the first time meeting you IRL. I was like, I actually met someone I met on Twitch. I'm yeah, like, that's so interesting. Yeah, I kind of honestly felt bad. We didn't really get a chance to speak more at that event, but we chilled. Yeah. We mostly chilled. <laughs> Hilarious note, I went to college at that venue. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you told me something about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I went to college at that venue. But yeah, that was a fun poking event, I will say. Surprisingly, company. Surprisingly, a lot of company came in. And surprisingly, actually won a game. So you won, yeah, you won a game. You went like one or two. You went like one. You went like one win or two wins or something. I don't know. I yeah, like... I mean, I I won against um. I forgot his name, but like, I was like four. I mean, no, one four or something like that. <laughs> one in yeah, one in four. I thought it was like one in five. Yeah. It was like one in five. We oh, did like a very giant. Five, yeah. Yeah, we did like yeah. a giant round robin. And like, and then eventually it ended up with like me and Marks like in top two as usual, and I beat Marks, basically me biasly winning my own event. <laughs> yeah. Did you I, um? Did you bribe yourself with that? Um. No lie. When they asked me like what the split's gonna be, what's what they want, I said just do nine, just do like ninety and ten. Like I I treat like I treat a bit for i treat a bit of marks because like you know it was my first tournament and like you know i figured i compensate second place a bit but then like the next time we did it uh it got so hectic to a point where i'm just like well whatever cut you want you can have whatever cut and he says Wait, I, yeah, oh, oh i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> go oh yeah ahead, yeah so um this so yeah the second event that we did you weren't there i don't yeah you still live pretty far and um, basically, Marks and I were in top two again, but like because Smash Ultimate was like beginning, and we had to share a room with them, there were so many people just literally crowding around, and like going in between our setup. That honestly, both of us were like literally just playing, and we were like so uncomfortable. We like. I think I did tell tell those guys to like, hey guys, we're we're playing a match here. Can you guys back off for a sec? They didn't listen, and at that point, I'm just like, eh, who cares if I win or lose? I I just want out. <laughs> I saw, I remember seeing the stream for that, and there's so many people. Like, there's people standing up <laughs> because there's so many. We weren't on stream. Like, we actually weren't on yeah. stream. Yeah, I I was like the second one. I remember you weren't on stream either. But I mean, I was just like, oh, I just pop in to see. Yeah. I I, I kind of assumed because Smash Ultimate was coming out, that is like, oh, it's probably um bad yeah. time to 
when Smash tournament? when Smash Ultimate came out, everyone was in on it. Everyone wanted a piece of that action. And it was so tiring. It was so crowded. I actually, uh, when I was at PAX West, I actually met up with uh, Taizai. The, um, he was like, he was one of the, he was like the long haired guy who, uh, who uh, set up for Evergreen Rising. And um, hilariously enough, he called, he actually called my tag, like when I was like walking up. And he's like, yo, Falcon, yo, how's it going? I was like, yeah, I'm good. He was he was talking about like you know the idea of like coming back and setting up events again because he had a lot of like horrible confidence issues from all that and yeah even after Evergreen Rising he started having a lot of issues with with things happening and such mm. you know I didn't give him like you know I gave him the benefit of the doubt because you know organizing is tough a lot of work <laughs> that too but it is also very tough because you gotta deal with annoying children and i'm not talking like children children like 13 under i'm talking children like 16 and up yeah yeah oh my gosh actually especially no, I... those who like never been to like a venue or something like that and they don't know how to act around people for real oh my god adolescents these children are just so tiring all of a sudden this is why i don't want kids if i ever get married <laughs> they're so hard to handle i couldn't I, I couldn't even handle it my every time I, I hear a kid crying my sensories just blow up like no i want out <laughs> you there dj yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I was like, "Oh shit, did you cut out?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh no, don't tell me this. This is." Don't tell I, just, me. I just, I just, like, I don't know what to say after. <laughs> I think I, I think I left DJ speechless. Oh, that's man. why. That's why when I was thinking about like joining the podcast, I'm like, "Oh yeah, it'd be a good idea." Right, like when we first talked about it, and then, and then Carl heard about it, and he was like, first one." And it's like, I want to try it. But at the same time, I'm usually like someone who tends to be quiet a lot of times and like doesn't know what to say. <laughs> that That's me like in public. I mean, like if I'm like doing this podcast, like I feel comfortable, like I can try to say whatever I can. But like, oh boy, it's I just go silent protagonist mode just whenever I go eventually like i would go to these social events uh in downtown seattle and like um well i feel like i'm kind of hogging this conversation talking about me and what i've been and what's been happening with with uh, everything and such uh why don't we hold that story off for maybe another podcast about me going to social events and such or maybe sociology stuff um sure. what's been up with you dj uh how have you been it's been going. I mean, I've got like new internet and it's been pretty good, I'd say. Like I like before like dealing with like the old internet I had, I couldn't even play games or anything with it. But now I mean, yeah, like other than like Pokemon, like anything turn based would be okay, but now I may actually be able to play like um more real time games, like Unite I've been starting to play more. Um until, the nine tails. Like, well, yeah, Nine Tails and Duraludon. Oh, you main Duraludon. 
Yeah. Hmm. Is Duraludon more of a tank? Uh, no, he's actually very squishy. Oh. <laughs> so glass cannon, kind of? Yeah, he's very much a glass cannon. I mean, he he's the one where unless you have someone to protect you, he's going to get destroyed like nothing. Oh, that's interesting. But, but he he's definitely like one that um like if you're in the side somewhere, um you can just do the turret mode and just shoots at stuff and like people will stay away. I mean, it's a really good like defensive run just okay. make sure people just stay back. So is he more like balance, like an like a balance or more of a glass cannon? Um I would say between between the balance and glass cannon. He isn't like extremely tanky but he isn't like um like if you face against someone you're not gonna like immediately die but of course like um if you're facing against a speedster that does a lot of damage obviously you're probably going to get destroyed unless you have someone with you but oh that's fair i haven't played pretty good okay i haven't played i haven't like done unite in a while but every time like unite Every time I got a chance to watch Unite, I'd always watch, uh, I'd probably sneak in, like, Brian D, D1, or, like, maybe see some tournaments happen, whether it be on Trovo or Twitch, every so often. Are you, uh, just going at it just casually, or are you thinking about maybe picking up a little bit more than that? Currently, I'm still just casual. I mean, there's not really anything, especially right now, since there is, like, um, Mime, Mr. Mime, and Glaceon, and you guys are, like, super overpowered. Okay. So, like, playing any other Mon other than them is very annoying. No, oh, But I'd say if Lycanroc does come, like, probably any form, obviously, like, Dusk form or Midday would come, I would definitely at least attempt competitive. Yeah. But I just no. want to see, like, more how everything else is going to get balanced because there's definitely like a whole lot of issues still with the game. But no, I bet, I bet. Um I assume it still has like some network issues unless they figured that out. Um it it's mainly like region issues. I mean, I know there's gotcha. a YouTuber I follow that she's in um Australia and there is oh, okay. um, I'm not sure if they had servers now um in Australia for the game, but Back and during the start, there wasn't any. So she like even though she had really good internet, she was constantly lagging mm, in the game. Okay. But, I mean, I guess that makes yeah. sense. I mean, when you're playing against people of other region, I mean, Pokemon had the same issue where like if you try to face someone from like Europe or Japan or whatnot, you'd be resulting in like having a lot of lag issues and just uh, some network problems and coding. So I guess it's I guess it's kind of in the normal world for the Pokemon company, I guess, when it comes to network, when it comes to uh, network connections. Yeah. With the exception of turn base, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other, uh, yeah. ball of wax. I, I, yeah. Like turn base is usually more stable. The, I mean, yeah. I mean, those were easy yeah. to deal with, but well, back in the day of like 2014 VGC or something like that, like disconnects would happen pretty often and sometimes you wouldn't know if that was your fault or the opponent's fault oh yeah like sometimes i would have issues with that whenever i'd be at home and you know back in my old place like sometimes i would have people just disconnecting and whatnot and i'd question if that was my fault or my opponent just did that on purpose 
I mean, nowadays, because I have this internet, I could have that issue mostly as well. Like, just recently, like, speaking of connection issues, I was actually uh, playing uh, uh, Pokemon Showdown the other day, just doing metronome double battles for funsies. RNG is terrible. I don't recommend it. And, yeah. and um, I started having, like, these reconnect issues. And, like, I'm online, like on Pokemon Showdown site and it's been having these like internet and apparently just been having like apparently the so-called I think they said that they're having like maintenance issues or possibly actual internet issues but it kind of felt weird because I guess when you're on Showdown I guess they do have some maintenance things but if you're like actually playing the game like Sword like I was playing Sword and Shield like I never had any disconnect or internet issues yeah unless someone just decided to rage quit <laughs> my god rage, rage quitters just ruin everything and sometimes when you like get disconnect sometimes it's not even sometimes it's unfortunately your fault because you have awful internet yeah uh, i think not i mean that was back on like the 3ds era now that we have like the switch and we can use ethernet it should be like yeah. tolerable to at least have a stable connection that's a good point yeah Oh, I mean, yeah. What are you gonna say? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, it's for sure. Like the the switch having a port, like any Ethernet port, like mm -hmm. uh, like anytime you have a console that has the Ethernet port, that's the that's obvious. That's a hundred percent bonus, no matter what. I mean, obviously, a lot of people don't use it anyway, but yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. including one of them, being one who never mm -hmm. uses it, but you know. Yeah. I guess if we're on the topic of internet, um, I know for a fact that we both. I guess we can both we can both say that we both uh, have gone through the ropes of just having very poor internet for like a sh either a short time or I guess a long time in your case. Yeah. I, I, I would say I'd say with like both of us, we've had our taste in like really good internet. Yeah, and then right after that, terrible internet. And then now what we have now, which is pretty, I say it's pretty decent. It isn't like the best, but it's yeah. it's better than what better it could than what, be. Yeah, it's better than what it could be. If you guys who are kind of confused, uh, DJ and I both have Starlink. Our families, I guess, kind of made that decision. Well, DJ was hoping for it. My family was kind of on that. Uh, on I, that I, idea. I bought it myself. It was. <laughs> oh, you bought it yourself? Yeah. Oh, dope. Do you let your family use it, or are you just like... Oh, yeah. I, okay. I thought you were like <laughs> that person that just hides the satellite, and they ask for the password, and you say, cop up the money, cop up the money, they'll give you the password. You have, you have that, you have, or the password is, um, get your own internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel pretty spoiled to the fact that, yeah. you know, my folks kind of run the internet nowadays. I mean, the, yeah, it's like my... my um family's been missing it too kind of i mean it's being yeah. able to like um, stream a bit of more of things that's a bonus i mean i'm still they're, they're probably streaming stuff right now and yeah it's still going strong so it's pretty good yeah fair enough i mean sometimes my folks would be in one room watching marvel or some other mystery type of show them in my room gaming or practicing and sometimes it can well i mean ours is kind of portable mode I would say because technically 
Like, we tried to get, like, Aeronet over here with, through Starlink, but they didn't really technically send us, or I guess we weren't really in that list of, like, you know, hey, you definitely should get a satellite because your internet is trash or something like that. But, like, shoot, I kind of lost my placement for a sec. But, like, <laughs> but, like, um, the internet, but, like, the internet that we currently have, I mean, it's more, like, travel-based type of internet. But, like, it works pretty solidly if, like, not, like, if I guess not a lot of people are interfering with it. But, like, you know, I have my PC and Switch connected, like, Ethernet-wise, and um, I don't know if our place will ever get registered because we technically like registered our grandparents' place so that way we could get the satellite and use it here. But it'd be in portable oh, mode, man. so I don't know exactly. Oh, I'm mean, saying for that though, I thought you would have to pay separately for portable. Like, uh, not how, uh, not how, really. How, how did that happen to like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was that? I'm sorry. Like how, how did um, you get to a portable mode one rather than just regular Starlink? Well, we tried to apply. F well, my family tried to apply for it in our location, but like months went by and we couldn't. We didn't hear anything from anyone, and so we. And so, uh, I believe it was uh, my a family friend of my dad's. He uh, goes by Dave. He um, he actually just loaned loaned us uh, their Starlink until uh, we get our own. Eventually we got our own in square form when we got the yeah. square satellite. And I don't even know if that really improved on anything. I couldn't really tell, but but like... Yeah, uh, I think the size of it itself is actually improvement. I and think like so. the Yeah. Because I like, either way, if you're not going to use it for portable, like the, the big one it used to be, I think was pretty ridiculously um inefficient compared yeah. to the new one we have uh -huh. so there's probably why they changed it but yeah yeah i mean if i mean we're currently just kind of waiting until like we get i guess i guess if we will ever get a regular mode for our area but it's kind of unknown because we kind of live next to some lines but like you would have to dig like trenches and trenches just to get to those lines, and it is a pain in the ass. Not not even including the money it takes to do exactly, that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, because like the house actually came with CenturyLink, but it was god awful, unbrowsable CenturyLink. I said mine, mine was the same way as mm -hmm. well. Like we, I think we had the option for CenturyLink, but. It was since everybody else was on the waiting list, we were never able to do it. Yeah. So we end up having to do like the other internet. So. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up. Yeah, we ended up just kind of going for it. I mean, hundred dollars a month for uh, some good for some internet, or at least yeah. having a satellite you can use to use for like anywhere, whether portable or regular. I mean, that's still a pretty good deal. Yeah. But, like, you know, I kind of want, you know, I figured just using it regularly is just a, a bit of a better option, I'd say, in this situation. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, sure. but, yeah, I, but, yeah, well, how would you probably, like, kind of compare, compare, like, you know, being offline and then coming, 
and then coming back to the internet because like i was i remember like just having no internet for like four months and then when i got back on i thought like maybe my mindset will change but nope it felt like i went back into being addicted to uh heroin or something <laughs> gosh um for me it wasn't really that long for like when i had no internet i mean it was during um when i was still in college and we still had the um, apartment and everything yeah um um to for that moment we um we had to go to travel to our apartment just to use the internet because we were waiting for the other internet to still be around and everything. And then once I set up and I mean, at that period was about like a uh, two weeks, I guess. Okay. I mean, it wasn't really that long, but um, it wasn't that big of an issue. Like just not having internet for me, but for me, it kind of broke me a bit. Because, like, after COVID, because, like, you know, COVID already put me in a lot of depression. But, like, when we had, like, no internet, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? Because, <laughs> like, I was so focused on competing, competing again that, like, I would just do anything just to at least get something so I can at least study something. But eventually, unfortunately, I kind of lost interest in some of the stuff. Like, well, I play Guilty Gear sometimes. I just don't watch over this watch over the stuff as much as i used to but like just kind of a casual thing kind of casual yeah like like i did go to like i did like the only time i ever attended a tournament for guilty gear was literally at pax west 2021 and i'm not surprised I'm, I'm gonna be real i went two and two at that tournament and i felt satisfied after that <laughs> I mean, playing casual, you get two, two, two. That's pretty good. That's like, <laughs> like I couldn't face anyone. I was facing literally nothing but CPUs, <laughs> and that right there is definitely one of the most uh, agorious things you can flex on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, if we ever go, if we ever talk about, I, mean, I guess we might as well go back to the Smash again, but. You ever you know this player known as a Mew, Mewtwo King? Um, it sounds familiar, but not much. Okay, so he's been around the Smash scene for quite a while, and um, well, hilariously enough, he and I are both autistic, but uh, that's not the actual point. The actual point is that um, he would analyze a lot of his stuff, and many of the times he's practiced, it'd be up against level nine CPUs. Wow. Yeah, even though level nine CPUs and humans are literally two different things, but like mm. when you're facing level nine CPUs, it's it's just basically facing it's just basically facing someone that just knows your every move, where you are, and everything else. It's like playing a bunch of beat. It's like playing a bunch of bad moves in chess until that. It's like it's like a computer that plays a bunch of weird bad moves in chess and then he plays one piece that just connects every single piece that just connects every single piece together and it's like what the hell did did i just witness (laughs) (laughs) like like it's just it's just pretty insane just have just like you know but like now just 
kind of be at that point where I actually have to challenge myself to fight against CPUs and learn about the learn about some of the, uh, the uh, some of the tech myself. It's kind of painful, but you know, same thing kind of happened when I was practicing for Mario Kart, and I went to a Mario Kart tournament in Vegas. <laughs> Was that the one where it was like um, you were playing with a whole bunch of kids and stuff, or is that different? Um, I was actually playing with a mix of kids and adults, actually. Oh. Like, a lot of, like, really, really dedicated uh, offline Mario Kart players actually attend it. And it's not just people from Vegas. There are people, like, literally all over, all over, like, like the U.S. that sometimes just fly in just to play and compete just once. Mario Kart dedication. You know, right? Like that was like the only offline Mario Kart tournament I like ever attended that took it actual serious. Aside from PAX West, but that's that's different. PAX West does it their way. Yeah. And I mean, I won that tournament well last year, and uh, <laughs> that kind of felt good afterwards. But <laughs> but yeah, the Mario. But yeah, the Mario Kart tournament. Uh, but yeah, the Mario Kart tournament. Like I was watching it all on twitch originally and i was like i want to go at least once <laughs> and i went and my god i actually am happy with the result i had even though it wasn't like in finals or anything yeah yeah but yeah uh. yeah so i'm trying to think of something to like Get you to talk, DJ. Uh, what's? <laughs> I'm like trying to think of like you know. I mean, what, it isn't what the reason you. why I was like, how much sure if I should do this or not. I was like, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm I mean, gonna go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to like be that one guy to hog like everything. Because like sometimes I can be a little bit too passionate and like kind of leave you kind of hanging. I mean, I hundred percent a... get you. Yeah, I've yeah. been. Everybody has their passions and everything, so... Yeah, for sure. I mean, whenever I... I mean, when, when I talked with Carr, my first guest, he was, like, extremely talkative. And I'm the opposite. I, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean... Have you ever... I mean, let, let, imagine... Imagine if, like, someone in the Pokemon... Someone in the Pokemon realm does a podcast and their first guest was Red... You know, you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Hey, don't you dot 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 me. <laughs> just sits there, gives shrugs, <laughs> just, just shrugs and grunts, and is like, oh god, literally. Man. And it's like, like even in um, Pokemon Masters, he doesn't say anything. It's like, how how did they do this? <laughs> I can well. I mean, they made him talk in like one of the animes, but like that's that was totally different. Yeah. Oh, but man, I mean, speaking of Pokemon, you also have a very huge passion of it. I'm um, just a tiny bit um, for a certain Pokemon, you know. I mean, yeah, I for don't a have... certain Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I don't have. Uh, I I mean, I just have a like my blanket, I like, a pillow, hope bunch of shelves a whole bunch of cards and you know a bunch of plushies of the same pokemon so you know the king the king of lycanroc ladies and gentlemen 
Well, not yet. I still need to get a whole room yeah. full of cutouts and stuff. Oh, for and sure. And then I'll be, I'll be set mm -hmm. as. I remember like the yeah. I remember like we had this conversation about yesterday. Com we had like this conversation yesterday when we were playing Fall Guys, that uh, we were talking about like a Pokemon being like kind of a form of an identity. Yeah. Yeah, like like something you I guess relate to or something like that, whether it be from the anime or the regular games. I remember yeah. you went. I remember you went on like a complete essay about Lincoln Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true that I mean I mean it's one of those things where for the longest time you've never played I mean you know about Pokemon and you play the games and everything yeah and but you never really were into it but then all mm -hmm. of a sudden a new Pokemon comes out and you see it and it's like this is the Pokemon I never thought I'd ever see and then yeah, I like the. And it's like, oh yeah, I really like this Pokemon, and I want it to be my ace Pokemon of my team. <laughs> my main. Yeah, main. Just, just make a team out of that. Just build around Lincoln Rock, basically. Yeah, I like Lincoln Rock, and then yeah. I love One Hundred Rockruff. I always never forget that. <laughs> the level One Hundred Rockruff. Yeah. With Eviolite, right? Yeah, I put the EV light back on it. Yeah, there you go. Just make him a I little bit. We had a bit conversation about that. It's like, I'm not sure if that would work or not. It's like, you know, yeah, what? right. Put it on anyway. Yeah, I was just going on Cerebi trying to research some things. Going, would that work? I mean, level 50, if it was like an actual VGC, it was like, eh, probably not. But if it was like level 100, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like level 50 rounds, it would just get destroyed, but level 100. Yeah. It has more health than my Lycanroc and everything, so it's like it's one heck of a tank. <laughs> <laughs> for for sure, man. I and mean, like... imagine someone like, um, like someone who has legendaries, and then someone pops out the rock rough, and it's like this is puny, and no, you just destroyed by it. <laughs> oh, you you want to know you want to know something? That that thing that exact thing you said actually has happened before when I was in anime club. Oh, I've I've no doubt happened. Um, no doubt that it's probably happened before. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would go into, like, back in high school, I attended anime club, and, um, one of, the president of the anime club, like, knew I was pretty good at Pokemon, because I think everyone kind of told her that, and she challenged me. Oh. And, um, I asked her doubles, and she's like, yeah, let's do doubles. And I just 6 her. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I, and here's the thing. And here's the thing. The Pokemon I used were like it was literally just Halucha and Gotharita. Really? Not got the tell. Gotharita. Wow. Like I was doing, like I was doing Sky Drop Trick Room. <laughs> okay. So do, do do you know how that? Would you do? Would you think you know how that works? I mean i know like the trick room mainly just for speed yeah but like um the other one i don't i don't know much about like um Halucha's moves that much okay. okay well sky drop is technically a flying move anyone can learn um yeah. so basically this is the strategy so what i do is because my halucha is pretty fast i always max the speed out well back then it used to be like a jolly build now i change it to adamant build because low kick honest because low kick in 2016 would literally one shot dialga and kyrim 
<laughs> and like Jeez. literally so like so what i did back then i would like max my speed and then i would do sky drop i pick a pokemon i pick anyone for pokemon up and just lift it up in the air and it's like fly where you know it's up in the air for a turn and then it comes down the next turn but then when then this is where the trick room hits i use trick room and basically at that point that pokemon who is currently in the air about to be sky dropped couldn't even use any move for two turns really yeah it pissed her off pretty well (laughs) (laughs) that's so interesting yeah then i sky then like i sky drop and also uh gothrita has uh uh shadow tag so they can't so all her pokemon can't escape and i've just oh. been and i've just been spamming tickle <laughs> just lowering attack and defense every time so they have like literally zero chance actually i did this i i tickled i like tickled one of her pokemon like i think like twice or three times i think it was twice and at that point her attack one of her pokemon attacks were attack stat was so low she couldn't even like knock out any of my pokemon so like i would keep that pokemon on i would keep that pokemon on the field but just go but then just sword stance or feather dance and just go after the rest of her team on just one side wow i was a very cruel person (laughs) (laughs) like like seriously like like it's bad enough to get like sleep cursed or frozen, but it's even worse if your Pokemon is neither asleep or frozen, but has to sit there and can only deal less damage to people. Unless you get a crit, but that's like but even if you get a crit you still couldn't kill any of my mons. Yeah. Oh, I mean man. would that would that strategy still be viable or not? Um Honestly I wouldn't know. I mean, now that we're going into a new format, it could still work today. But I, but we're gonna be getting new moves, new abilities, new items, so anything could happen. Yeah, especially I know like one of the mods can like. Co- I mean, it's I think it's an item actually. Yeah. It can um, like um, take take the buffs of from a certain move and bring it to your Pokemon. I think that's called Psych Up. No, I, I, no, I know it's like a specific one where like um they showed like the competitive um parts of um, Scarlet Violet and Asmaralo um used a belly drum and like took half damage. Oh, then, I know what you're talking about. A, yeah, and got um full stats. And then there's like an item that mirrored that, so the Pokemon, the other Pokemon, got full stats as well. I'm not yeah. sure if it takes away the other stats or just copies them. I don't do not remember. I have to watch guess, the thing again but i guess we'll, i guess we'll know once the game comes out yeah but yeah we're kind of getting a little ahead of ourselves uh we were talking about uh just just uh trolling the president of the anime club <laughs> <laughs> and yeah like you know whenever you but like you know whenever um i guess you get really into competitive pokemon for so long to a point uh well I honestly don't even know where this conversation kind of went when we talked about the president of the anime club, but 
It was from Lycanroc to Rockruff to anime, person in the anime club, apparently. Literally. <laughs> literally. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you were talking about, like, you know, people just bring in their, in their, like, legendary mods, and you bring out your Rockruff. Yeah. Just mess, just Accelerock spam. <laughs> I mean, if only Rockruff could learn Accelerock, that would be insane. That would be, it would be broken. Gosh. I mean, it could, it could still learn Stone Edge, but <laughs> it's still good enough. Yeah. I mean, if Rockruff had no guard, Stone Edge would be insane. Yeah. But yeah, you know. But like you know, speaking of Halucha, what I said before, Halucha is technically the Pokemon I identified with most of the time, and I'm coming. I'm coming the complete opposite because I was already into Pokemon for quite a long time. And Gen 6 was around. Because, like, after the legendary... Because, like, you know, I entered competitive Pokemon during, like, Gen... F during, like, the last game of Gen 4, which was HeartGold and Soul Silver. But then, like, Gen... But then, like, after Gen 5, which was definitely one of the most uh, fun of fun times of BGC, there was Gen 6, which was X and Y. And when that game came out, like, I would just kind of play and play and then i encountered halucha and i'm like i don't know what why but this guy should just be on my team and then i mean that was like the same feeling i had Adam. Like, yeah i discovered like in rock and i was like this is like the pokemon i want and i should do everything to get it yeah i mean halucha <laughs> was just well designed he's fighting flying which is not a type of duo you see all the time well, unless you're mind shell with uh, acrobatics, but that's different. <laughs> but like Halucha was just so interesting of a Pokemon. Like I like you know I I got I catch him and I give him I get him his flying press and I try to like get into some other stuff with him. And then the one thing that kind of made me seal the deal with Halucha was the time I fought the champion. I gave Halucha a metronome, and I just spam flying press <laughs> and my halucha wasn't like over leveled or anything it was like in its 50s it was like 40s or 50s and just somewhat it was one shotting every single pokemon diantha would send out she then mega evolves her gardevoir gets one shot like i'm just going is this is this champion so easy or is Halucha or is Metronome just broken? I Metronome. I if anything, Halucha is broken. Halucha is broken. He <laughs> made it broken. I mean, it <laughs> I mean, it had a limber ability, so it couldn't be paralyzed. I mean, yeah, yeah. technically you could be broken. Yeah. Remember back then I would use Halucha. Remember back then I'd be using Halucha to counter Thunderous. I guess Thunderous or like any Pranksermon would have Thunder Wave and Halucha had Limber so he couldn't be paralyzed. Oh, yeah. I was mean to a lot of top players. It's genius. I mean, it worked. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a good like psychological play-by-play -play right there. Yeah. And, yeah, but, you know, but like, it's regular form, but like, you know, regular form of Halucha was you know kind of a simple macho libre type of a thing but then like when i saw a shiny form or like i got his like shiny form from a wonder trait i'm like holy crap like his shiny form looks so cool 
Yeah. Like, I don't even watch wrestling, but it gave me a lot of Undertaker vibes. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. And, like, I... Like, Halucha was just... I don't know, it just stuck with me all of a sudden. And, like, I could just kind of relate to it. Like, kind of the colors, kind of the attitude he would have in the anime sometimes, or, like, somewhere else. Like, he was very mysterious. Yeah, just... I remember when I watched a XY anime, he was a pretty cool Pokemon for sure. Yeah, kind of his own thing, and does oh, pretty good. You, yeah. Did you know uh, Shiny Halucha is in the anime? What? Shiny Halucha is in the anime. Um, I I do not remember that. I mean, I I'm trying to I'm trying to remember it because it's been a while. Um. And, yeah. But it's and like. I remember there was like Pikachu Libre and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I remember this Pokemon and everything. It's like, <laughs> I mean, back in Pokemon. Yeah, but yeah, I never knew about like there was a shiny one. Yeah, I mean, there probably there probably was, and I watched it. I just like don't remember <laughs> now. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. It was a mm. pretty interesting episode, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, I remember like you know I always like find it fascinating to see like a lot of people whether in, like, the competitive VGC scene or maybe outside the competitive scene. Like, you know, Brian mostly, like, you know, sticks by his Pikachu all the time. Shout-outs to Brian D. Yeah. And then, like, you have, uh... And then, like, you know, uh, also shout-outs to Pro Fluffy, if you're listening in. Uh, that guy is a shuckle main. That's and interesting. There is a backstory behind it, actually. Well, Shuckle was his, basically his favorite Pokemon. But, like, the one thing that made the Shuckle so iconic was that he actually won a regional with Shuckle. Oh. Yeah, back in 2009, he only had five Pokemon, and Shuckle was one of them. Uh. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would be... Yeah, he would just be winning nonstop... In those in those areas because like it was only single elimination on everything so yeah it was pretty intense yeah good stuff though you know and yeah then, yeah and then like you know you have some other people and then like you know, i can like name some other people that had some like you know pokemon identity you had remember justin flynn Oh, it sounds familiar as well. I don't know. <laughs> Justin Flynn. You, Justin Flynn was kind of around like the Pokemon scene in like a long time, and then he stopped because he was having health issues. And like every time I th I see Justin Flynn, whether it be IRL or just randomly on Twitch or something, it's always the Psyduck. <laughs> and then later I've started to notice everybody's starting to get a Psyduck. Like, emotes are Psyduck. The personality is Psyduck. <laughs> like, well, well, let's let's be real here. Psyduck is too relatable. Psyduck. Psyduck. <laughs> there's like mm. this one. There's like this one scene in the anime where like Mist, where like you know Ash is going through the Pokedex and what Psyduck can do, and Misty's like, 
Alright, Psyduck, use tail whip attack now! And then just Psyduck just wags his tail like three times going, Psyduck, Psyduck. And then he just blushes and everyone's just like, Are you kidding me? That was definitely one of my That was a classic uh, season one episode. Oh, I, I was laughing pretty hard. Yeah. Man, Psyduck, clearly under, Psyduck is clearly underrated. <laughs> and then next thing we the next thing you know is watching pokemon journeys and like apparently i found the kid there's this nerdy kid who actually has a sign who actually owns a shiny psyduck in the anime oh that's interesting yeah, yeah shiny blue psyduck <laughs> <laughs> and i'll be honest with you he was pretty adorable I mean, it's definitely cool when they like shinies do appear in the anime sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like they never really coined the term shiny as much until yeah. like I guess the community kind of called them shiny or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, I really, I mean, um, personally, I don't really care much for like shiny lichen rock, even yeah. though like uh, shiny lichen rock, like the blue lichen rock looks awesome. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, I still, I still prefer like the orange dust yeah. form. I mean, it's still, I mean, seeing that um, Rock Whip evolved to dust like and Rock was still like the best scene, and like <laughs> seeing and seeing like the orange color and the green eyes, like yeah. that's it's it just fits the role and like it just fits me kind of as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, all these Pokemon, all these Pokemon, people just gain these personalities from them, and, like, they base their whole channel around them, or the whole team around them. Like, you know, Aaron Zhang likes to base a lot of his, like, stuff with uh, Rotom Wash, because that's his MVP from 2013. <laughs> he got third place in Worlds with uh, Rotom Wash, and... That's awesome. Well, like, Rotom, Rotom was, was used pretty often in the VGC scene back in 2013, like Rotom Heat, Rotom Wash, there was Rotom Mo as well that later got into a, a world's top two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing that lawnmower. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then Wolf. Then you have Wolf Glick, and I honestly don't know Wolf Glick's uh, personality Pokemon. My biggest bet that it's Executor because of 2012 Worlds. Is it like a Lowland one now, or is it still this regular one? <laughs> uh, I believe it's the regular one, because 2012 was not a Lowland. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying probably yeah. now, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> probably and chose then, the, yeah. the long, tall one. And then, like, you have three-time Ray Rizzo, and I honestly like to put him in with Cresselia being his personality. Hmm. And then you got Sage and Park. Don't tell me you don't know, don't know it. I unfortunately don't. <laughs> I was don't. saying like I'm I'm definitely someone who has not been much in like the competitive scene much at all. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know like any of the top names or anything. No, it's that's <laughs> cool. Well, um, he was the guy that uh, was the reason that Pachirisu won a world championship. Oh, wow. Yeah, that story has been blow. That story like blew up ever since. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
that. And I think I'll probably save like the rest of the VGC stuff whenever I get uh I don't know maybe Daniel or the rest of the uh Pokemon the uh, PNW gang up in here or something. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, invite them up if they're ever interested. They probably <laughs> uh, well. Markel probably wouldn't be interested, but maybe Daniel and David, they'd be they probably be down. Gary obviously would well, I don't know if he will be down. I've not heard from him in a while. He's like uh the IRL form of red. <laughs> you just don't hear from him as much. I feel that. Yeah, man. But um Yeah, for sure. Um you know, I guess we like uh I guess we could still talk about, uh, shoot, shoot. I wanted to, like, move on to, like, something else or whatnot. But, you know, we covered, we covered the internet. We've covered Lincoln Rock and, I guess, Pokemon personalities. <laughs> um, I don't know. What should we hit on? I mean, I mean like, um, like, on the topic of personalities, I'd say, like, the one thing about Lincoln Rock specifically does form really mm -hmm. relate to is that like there is two modes like obviously there's like the regular um happy dust rock and then you have like the angry one and oh, obviously, for, like, like from the anime like, well yeah in the anime and in the game you see him too like but it's mainly like when he attacks but oh okay in the anime like i know there's like two modes i mean at first because he was dirty and everything he didn't like being dirty so he became angry and started attacking everything Mm -hmm. But then you learn to control it. But I was saying for it, it relatable to me because I also have like multiple modes of mine and myself because like at a work, like a savage saying, mode. Yeah, I kind. Of, I was saying not really like um. I, I, I guess you would probably say savage or something like that because like I like at work I do like cooking and stuff. Yeah. And and when I'm at home, I don't know much about how to cook. But when I'm at work, I have like a different mindset, and then I'm able to do everything. Okay. I'm able to cook anything, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna say that like, um, Rock is like one of the most relatable to me. Like to just have like multiple personalities. Obviously, always nice and everything. But when I'm always in, when I'm in the mood to like game or something like that, I'll turn that person off and kind of turn someone else on <laughs> it's kind of, it's it's a really different thing i mean it's still like the same person but it's just a like different mode <laughs> oh yeah definitely i like yeah. yeah i mean i don't really think of myself having like multiple personalities I kind of just think of myself having, like, two sides of me. One's, like, the, you know, the passionate, like, gamer side, and the other side's, like, the kind of emo, hopeless guy. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's true. It's true. Like, yeah, like, you know. I, I, like, I get it. Like, sure. you know, I'm, like, like whenever I'm at events or something like that, I'm, like, always passionate, always willing to talk about stuff. If I see something, I always like to talk to devs and everything. But then, like, when I'm, like, back home like trying to find something to do or trying to figure things out i'm just like a hopeless person like something's missing kind of a thing uh, yeah 
but like you know i mean it's just it's just mental health that i'm constantly having to deal with most times but you know it is what it is yeah i mean we all figure out ways to um get through that so no everyone's got different ways to uh, get through it and everyone's got different stories it's like you know there are people that there are people that like you know get out of it easily and they're willing to like tell the tale then there are those that were in a whole different situation but everyone around them thinks it's the same thing but no one's been in their shoes to know exactly why they're still like this today yeah 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 kind of went a little bit dark kind of went a little bit uh serious on that one but it's you know fair. you know but like, how'd you like tolerate? Like, you know, how'd you like tolerate? Because like, you know, when you had no internet, um, I don't know what you probably did to like kind of pass the time until something else happened. Well, I mean, during the time, it was just like the beginning of, um, like during the time it was the beginning of, um, like just moving in and stuff. So I had like all the games out like, um, for a while because like during the, during the time when I was in the apartment, I didn't have my own space at all. I was I was sleeping out in the living room with like a um um with a blow up bed and everything, but now that I was able to go to a different place, I was able to like actually like play some games. Kind of like that was, that was mainly the thing that passed the time. Um, obviously like like watching like the anime episodes, that was still like a thing that really was like the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime was really fun thing for me to kind of like keep my mind off a lot of things and everything yeah, and definitely. like i'm just saying it was i'm just saying it, i was i'd say i was kind of lucky that it wasn't like an extended period where i didn't have much to do but i eventually f- figured it out and luckily i'm able to luckily it didn't sure. last that long so yeah definitely also I'm gonna expose you on this. You are one hell of an NF fan. <laughs> well, I mean, which NF though? I mean, there's and okay, NF, okay, okay. NF, let's NF, let's not so. let's not try to narrow it down to me. <laughs> let's that the oh, real yeah. like the real thing, like you know NF, like the rapper NF. Um, I always kind of wondered, did you like find? Oh, no, actually, no. I I had Ninja Falcon the entire time, so I guess you know, I don't think you probably thought, "Oh, hey, there's a guy named Ninja Falcon. I should probably go and check his stuff out because he looks like he reminds me of NF or something." <laughs> no, I mainly followed you because um, it was like right when I was starting to get into the poking scene, oh, yeah. and I was like on Twitch and everything. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna follow a whole bunch of people. And at first, I, I went to go across your channel, and you were playing Nighting Z Little Blade 2. And Ooh, I followed, yes. Yeah, I followed, and it was like, oh, hi, I'm from Pokin, and I just left. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm not sure, like, what happened. Like, I eventually like, started watching as I, I liked the vibe of your stream and everything. It was kind of nice, and it kind of took off from there, you know? <laughs> I honestly, I honestly just remember this. I honestly remember just a nerd coming up and just saying, "I can do your graphics." <laughs> that too. Oh gosh. Like I was like, not gonna lie, I kind of wish I took your offer because, 
Because, like, back then, I was having, like, constant trust issues when it came to, like... Like, I was kind of a guy who always would have his walls up a lot, even while I'm streaming. <laughs> so, like, when anyone, like, offered something, I'd just be like, um, no, maybe not. And then I realized, oh, wait, this is what growth is, right? Shoot. Yeah, I, I mean, at the, sa at the same time, it's funny to me because um, during the time, um, looking at now, I kind of glad you didn't say to do it because i mean during the time i mean i was still learning it and i kind of enjoyed it but at the same time i literally did still didn't have any idea what i was doing <laughs> so it was like i didn't want to um like the first thing like to give to you was something crap not gonna lie for like the quality my stream kind of was it looked kind of cool like it gave me a lot of wind waker vibes <laughs> Like the anime, like the animation of that, honestly reminded me of like Wind Waker explosions. Oh yeah. So it didn't phase me at all that it was pretty bad. But like I saw that, I was like, dude, this guy's talented. This is actually pretty good. Yeah. Kind of sucks. I'm kind of turning this down, but at the same time, it's like this is still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and then like out of nowhere, he just kept sticking around, and I'm just like. This kid just this kid just keeps showing up. How would you like to be mod? I mean, sure, why not? I'm yeah, never in your stream, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were having internet issues most of the time, yeah. so yeah. yeah. I mean, if you didn't have a lot of internet issues, you'd probably be like literally the number one mod. <laughs> and then Lou just shows up out of nowhere, and he just tries to forcefully take that spot. <laughs> God, I haven't spoken to Lou in a while. I need to check up on him someday. But yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah. It's funny how we end up getting now to NF to stream. <laughs> oh, for real. I, uh, <laughs> we're just going all over the place with these topics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind I mean, honestly, I didn't really have much of a topic for you at least like like when car came around i kind of had some topics but then he went on like a tangent and i'm just like you know what i'm here for it <laughs> we'll just go for it i mean car is one of those people who just like you he always has something funny to talk about for real he does and he, he never disappoints <laughs> he's got a billion stories and like he would do things well i mean if car is listening in he probably knows so like um in PAX West, he, like, literally, like, PAX West, like, Eric Denner and I would, like, notice that Carr would literally do things that a homeless person technically would just do, but, like, I guess for me, because I kind of live, well, he wasn't really technically homeless, he was just, you know, he lived in his trailer with some roommates and such, but, but, like, yeah. but, like, back then, he would literally just come to PAX and just bring nothing but an expired panini sandwich. And like... <laughs> and like, Eric and I are like, sitting there just so concerned for this kid. And I'm, we're just like, do you need help, Car? Do you... And then like, afterwards, he literally had to use the restroom. And he was in there for like... I don't know if he was in the... I don't know if he had to go to the restroom afterwards. But he was in there for a while. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> he was okay, man. No, he's good. No, he was good. He just had to just let it out pretty much. 
And they're like, oh my god, the 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 roads he would t- he would he would take. Like I'm a picky eater, and they're and even though I mean I think if I wasn't a picky eater, I think I would not have done that. <laughs> I mean, there have been times where my family would literally feed me and my brother expired milk and not even like actually check the label which is pretty irresponsible of them but like oh my god just the fact that people just choose to drink and eat expired things is just amazing you ever eaten anything expired I think we lost DJ. Did we lose DJ? Oh, he's on mute. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> there was some there was something that came up. So no, no I'm worries. Glad, no I'm, worries. I'm, I'm glad we're. This is not unedited. So. <laughs> well, it's well. I'm I'm probably gonna edit this anyway. But uh, well, yeah. I might do unedited. I guess for guests only. But like, cause that's easy to do. And. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, I was I was asking you this question now. Have you ever eaten anything expired? Um. Um. Let me think. If anything, I know. Like I've done, definitely done expired gum. That um, doesn't count. Yeah, no. But I was saying I do. I probably have, but I don't remember anything. Was it like that? Uh, that I have like it's like noticeably expired. I mean, like there's like like expired like a week or something like that. Like it's whatever. It's not really that big of a deal. But I never had like anything like really expired. Mm, okay. But yeah. Because <laughs> like I've had expired milk and expired uh, eggnog, and a few other expired things. And oh my god, I would not recommend anything expired dairy at all. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of this one video because I used to watch like back when like the phase house was kind of a thing. Just for like a guilty pleasure, I just watched those videos just to kind of see what that life is kind of like. And one thing that they're doing was called like the no flinching challenge, which is basically all of these guys have to do something to you and you can't leave the chair. And you gotta stay in that chair for as long as possible. And guess what the first thing they did? Did we lose you again? No, he's muted. Well, I guess I'll tell the audience. The first thing they did was pour expired milk on the guy. Just immediate. Like, they didn't know, the, and to make it even more sad, they didn't even know that the milk was expired. It was disgusting. Like, it, like, it was, like, they were just making these amazing comments that were just in my head this whole time. Like, chunky milk, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I was Gosh. losing it. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, you heard all that, did you? Yeah, I definitely heard it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of eSport teams, but FaZe Tico is like probably the only guy that practically carried that entire house, just saying. 
He needs to be oh, sub more. I swear to God. I don't like. Uh, I don't watch shooter competitive shooters or whatnot. But Face Tico is probably like the only chillest guy around. <laughs> but like, oh my God, like, like he had to just sit there and take it. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> like somehow he survived that. Like I would have just stood up immediately if that was poured on me. Oh my gosh. Huh. So yeah, um, yeah. Lesson number one: uh, check your check your dairy expiration dates. And if it looks like gravel, then don't drink it. If it looks like gravel, if it looks like the if it looks like the following: uh, if it looks like gravel, marshmallow droplets, or <laughs> yeah, I guess gravel. <laughs> then yeah, don't drink it. Or cheese curds. <laughs> Oh, disgusting. No, <laughs> no. That makes it worse. Oh. It, it tastes worse than that. That's the it thing. does taste worse. That's that's even horrible. Oh. <laughs> nope. Definitely not doing that on a St. Jude Play Live Challenge. Man. It was like somebody... That would probably be like a $5,000 donation. Is like... I I'd still put five thousand dollars for me to stream Fortnite. I'll probably put that thing to ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, man. This, uh, the, the idea of just drinking, just like when it come, like I remember like hearing about expired G fuel, or like expired uh, energy uh, powder, and that shit crystallizes. Well, I mean, I know it's like all artificial stuff so I yeah mean, it kind of makes sense i mean i guess if you have the packet that usually kind of comes with it that supposedly you would have to dispose or something i think if you like had that in there i think it would have been fine <laughs> but yeah speaking of speaking of expired g fuel i think my pack i think i've not drank any of my g fuel packets in a long time i need i may need to finish those off eventually What's I've heard a lot about, hmm. um, like go-to energy drink. Yeah, what's your go-to energy drink? Um, well, I lately I've been like, um, there's a thing called Liquid IV, and um, I feel like I've heard it, that. yeah, um, and it's the one I use is a, it's a, it's an energy version, and it's the, it's a pineapple flavor. It's pretty good. Um, but what I like about it is like it obviously has the um the cough, caffeine and it's uses real sugar doesn't use like um artificial stuff um but it also has like a like a cognitive um ingredient in it that helps like cognitive um abilities and everything so it's like I've, 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 I've lately I haven't been drinking it as much because um I've actually been getting immune to it apparently I don't know how that's even possible but like unless i drink like a few like more than one which i don't want to do <laughs> i mean Jeez. like it's each um serving is like two cups of coffee Interesting. so like i don't want to drink more than that <laughs> do you ever get like jittery when you like drink a packet or something um well like when i first used it i was definitely awake for sure and it, i was actually working a lot um, but if you do like drink like more than the serving, like one serving, you, it definitely kind of feels off. Oh, because I did, I do think I've done it once. I've um drank it twice, and then 
for like the first hour, I was actually like in panic mode for no reason at all. <laughs> panic and, mode. Uh, oh yeah. god. That's me and... after that's me after I drink coffee. <laughs> but I mean I've been drinking like um coffee to, like to, just so it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Like sure. I can just drink multiples ones. And it's it's still it still does its job. Interesting. Man. So one thing I need to do is uh well I've been drinking Gatorade more often, so that's kind of my energy drink I've been going for. <laughs> Mostly because of electrolytes. Yeah. Yeah. I Speaking do not remember the last time I had a uh, Gatorade though. It's been such a long time. <laughs> I remember like back in like junior high or like high school, like Gatorade would be talked about a lot. Oh yeah, it, it yeah. was the thing. <laughs> Mike, yeah, my coach back in a uh, private school would literally suggest me um, drinking like ele drinking electrolytes before you race. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And that's been like, and that would like be very helpful for me from like all the time, like. Yeah, he was like a nutritionist. He was like, I don't know if he was like a certified nutritionist, but like he kind of knew his stuff anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> do you ever partake in sports? Um, I I do did do golf. Mini um, golf. That was um. It was I mean for high school I did. Um, oh okay. Regular like high school golf and I mean. It was mainly because um, there was just I like I was in high school and I think my mom wanted to at least be let me do something like um, like for four years and it's like I just pick golf because all the other options I mean obviously I wasn't football I hated I mean I tried it once it's like oh I played Madden I'll definitely play this it's, like, <laughs> it's the exact opposite of one I wanted and like a whole bunch of other games but like, golf was. Actually, it's funny because golf was also the reason I, I played um, Hot Shots Golf 2 for the PlayStation 2. And um, that was the reason why I picked golf. <laughs> and it was like, this would be fun. And I, I did all four years, and it was pretty good. That's cool. But, I mean, I, I wasn't really that much into sports in general. The only sport I was like more into was track and field back in junior high. But when I moved on to high school, I kind of wish I did some other events rather than just stick around with uh, the long distance folks because I'll be real it was it was a lot of fun back in junior high nowadays well when I was in high school it just like the long distance coach was a bit of an ass he was very oh, rude yeah. condescending like he wasn't really inspirational at all he was just a complete ass yeah. like he was just sitting here going He's like, well, if you're walking, why not just go back? And I'm like, I want to at least at least I want to finish my mile, or at least finish <laughs> the uh, course that you gave us. Like, I don't want to do it just, I don't know, just like fake jogging and just kill myself. I want to like actually just finish it off with the best that I can, yeah. and then pick up my feet whenever I can. I mean, I never, um, like, um, I like the weight class coach um we had was also kind of that way yeah and like during the time when we had like a substitute um like this that for our school it was like a thing where you had to like get into uniform and everything and during the substitute they were like half like more than half 
Yeah. Uh, everybody didn't go into uniform. I mean, I still went into uniform because I wanted to make sure I was actually doing following the rules. But then when um, the coach came back, he said, like, since a whole bunch of people didn't dress, literally everybody had to do, like, 15 laps, like, across Damn. the court. And, like, I did, like, the first few. But then, I like, I saw a whole bunch of some people already, like, sneaking out and it's like you know what i'm not i'd like i'm i was the one who actually dressed so i like you know what? i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deal with um someone else's problem because everybody else ran i mean because everybody else um decided to not dress so i dipped out as well <laughs> i was like catch you. <laughs> i mean he i mean he was um he was strict and kind of a pain in the butt but he i mean, I mean i think he was pain in the butt but he wasn't like um like that um, like he was very lenient, actually. Like, um, even if you don't do anything, he doesn't really care. <laughs> yeah. But he was still pain to deal with sometimes. I remember, like, back in like junior high or like elementary school, like our like our main PE teacher, who's just like our main, who's basically our main coach for everything. He like. People would, like, say, like, you know, you don't want to be doing sports with Mr. Lamb, with Mr. Lambert coaching you. He will go hard on your ass or blah, blah, blah. And, like, I took a sport and when he was the coach, and, like, I didn't get that vibe at all. Like, I was doing the things and the workouts and everything. And, like, you know, after I was done, like, I actually won a coaching award from him, honestly, because, cause, like, I honestly just respected him because... Like, you know, he gave me some things to do, and, you know, I was kind of the guy that rarely worked out, so, you know, I did all that stuff, and I asked, like, you know, what else should I do, and he says, you're good, just, you're good, you can go home now, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. And, like, he, and, like, he was more, he was more, like, understanding when it comes to, like, us, like, you know, he didn't really push us, but he all, but he always had, he always paced us. Yeah. Which was... Which was honestly a much, a much better thing you can do rather than just push someone to run a few laps unless someone was being an ass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of didn't really mind it at all. And, like, <laughs> and even oddly enough, at some point, like, during PE, whenever, like, the class was kind of disruptive, he would, like, send the whole class out. But he would send the whole class out except for me. Oh. Like, he would literally go, hey, Tony. I look back and say, "What? What's up?" And he's like, "I wasn't talking to you. You can go back. To, you can sit down." I'm like, "Okay," because he knew I was a pretty quiet person. Like as years went by, and he knew, like you know, I wasn't really caused. He knew I wasn't really much of a troublemaker. <laughs> and at that point, I kind of wished I was a troublemaker. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to. Because like I. I really wanted to at least experience that, just to at least get my confidence up and going more better than what it is now. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, like, that guy was probably the only positive thing that ever happened in my private school, and everyone else was a complete douchebag. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did track. I think all the boys from 8th grade, including myself, did uh, basketball tryouts and I did all my uniform because I kind of forgot but I did anyway I didn't make it in but I kind of didn't care yeah <laughs> like like everyone entered and like 
you know, I got, you know, I wasn't on the list, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. Disappointing, but honestly, I have esports I gotta deal with, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, Good. sports isn't for, like, I mean, that type of sports, it's like, everybody has their own thing, really. Pretty much. I mean, when I got into competitive Pokemon, like, I had this kind of thing going in my mind, going, should I try out for a sport, or should I just keep doing this? And all uh, my eyes went to competitive Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, if only they added um, Pokemon to uh, as a sport in school. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I doubt anyone would even be interested in that. <laughs> Nobody would be interested. That's That shit's like the chess club. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the chess club right there. Just all yeah. thinking, all movesets, and... And also people talking trash while they're playing a set. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, people trash talking chess. It's a thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, I'm definitely considering possibly, like... Uh, game. Like, I'm getting back into... I mean, I guess we've been talking VGC a lot, but I've been kind of getting back into it, but... Uh, slowly but like i've been also trying to like jump around to other things as well i mean the same with me like with um scarlet violet coming out and um obviously like um like seeing the trailer and everything i was like oh this is cool i like the way this all this works and then the new the new gimmick to have terrestrialize I, I still don't remember the name i used to or something like that terrestrialize yeah yeah, okay, I actually got it right. <laughs> but, um, like, seeing actually the second, like, watching the second time, actually seeing Rockruff a few times, it's like, hey, you know what, I am actually might consider VGC a bit. Um, because, oh yeah, my favorite Pokemon's gonna be in it, and, like, I do, like, I mean, I've, I've been wanting for a long time, kind of, a gimmick that was like Mega, but, yeah. uh, I mean, even though like um like a mega lichen rock would be interesting, and I mean it would be cool, but I personally just prefer like the the same Pokemon I've always liked, and putting a huge sparkly rock on it. There you go. <laughs> just terrestrialize, I mean, just terrestrialize your Lincoln Rock, and bam, your Lincoln Rock is yeah. a ghost type. <laughs> Dude, I would wonder how much damage. Lycan Rock would do. I mean, specifically dust form because dust form there's. I've been saying it has the tough claws, which does like like thirty percent, and then obviously the stab for like the rock type moves, and then there's the stab again because of um, Terrasalize into a rock type. Like how well, much damage would well, that do? Plus like a, um, like a razor claw or something like something. Well, if like you well if you well if you terrestrialize with Lincoln Rock, into like I don't know like a rock type. It's, I think it just uses like a different move or something. So it's basically like a Mega Z move. <laughs> kind, kind of. of. Like it's kind of like a, a much stronger stab. Yeah. Yeah, because like, yeah, because if you, uh, you trust your, you, uh, trust your eyes, you're basically using a stronger, uh, a stronger version of a stab move. It could be stab still, but yeah. Just as long as you can use uh, Swords Dance and other things, I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> I just don't yeah. want to use Protect constantly. 
Like I'm surprised, especially like with something like protect. You never, you rarely see that ever in the anime. You never. Well, no, I mean, now like, it's been kind I mean, of showing up, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, um, like any of the um, like the anime fights and everything, like especially the well, Lycanroc versus Lycanroc fight at the end, like the finals one. You never see them try to block any attack. All you see is either counter themselves or just take the Dodge, hit. Dodge, like the rock. Yeah. I think Dodge is the new detect. <laughs> just no, say saying, Dodge. <laughs> Dodge. I was saying, like, if they do, like, a, a Dodge option, that would be interesting. Like, rather, be... rather than protect, it would be just Dodge. Literally. That would actually be interesting. Because I would prefer like something like that. I can see be... a I can see a dodge option happen with uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you kind of can do that, but only in like the big fights. You can't really do yeah, that. Like, the, pretty the, much. The PvP ones. But yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so if there's like, if here's an interesting question: if there's like one competitive game. That you wish you could get into or get signed into, what game would that be? And the game doesn't have to have an active esports scene. Hmm. I'm. Oh gosh. I mean, obviously Pokemon would be one, but I mean, other than that, maybe Mortal Kombat. Maybe, but I, I mean, see you do, I could see you doing Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, like with Mortal Kombat. I mean, it was definitely interesting to like play that again. But it's also a game that like requires you to input a whole bunch of stuff in a really small um, time slot. Yeah. And even though I, in a lot of ways, I can do it, and some, and but in some ways, I my mind cannot. Um, I cannot like be able to push buttons. I mean, in my head, I know like the the combination like um, um, A B X X or something like that, whatever. Uh huh. And, I mean, and it's a really long one. So I'm, I'm trying. In, in my mindset, like, oh, yeah, I'm pushing um, these buttons, but at the same time, in my mindset, I'm also like I have to put it so fast that right before he lands that punch, I have to be or I have to already have those inputs in, and a lot of times yeah. I just mess up during that. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, muscle memory is kind of the key for any yeah. type of uh, competitive uh, fighting game, for real. Like uh, Pokemon, for example, it had a lot of inputs. Yeah, a I lot mean, of I'd, inputs for I'd one character. I'd say at least Pokemon was more forgiving. I mean, yeah. at least with that one, you can you can put the you can put those inputs while the attacks are going. Yeah, you could, but. With Mortal Kombat, you literally have to put it right at before that first punch, or otherwise you'd screw up the entire combo. Yeah, it you basically had to do that. I mean, crazy. <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, Guilty Gear was kind of the same, honestly, because like you know, you had to put in one input and then you had to put in another input so that it can follow up to that input. But Guilty Gear didn't have like a big move set pile with like all the characters, but it had like combos that would be very uh, extensive. And you would just have to be creative on those. And I don't know if I can say the same with Mortal Kombat, but Mortal Kombat does have a pretty big, big move pool size, as far as I know, compared to Tekken. 
Yeah. Yeah, Street Fighter has a pretty small move pool size, but anime fighters, well, let's not talk let's not get into those. <laughs> they're 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 a deal of their own. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Learning combos is definitely one of the hardest things to do. Once you learn like a move once you learn <clears throat> a couple of moves, then chaining them together for combos, that's when it gets really difficult. <laughs> sure yeah yeah if i were to say like for me like if i wasn't doing like competitive pokemon mario kart or maybe trying out guilty gear or smash i would say if there's one game i wish i would get signed for or like actually enter i kind of wanted to give it to possibly starcraft or halo oh like competitive like like honestly for competitive shooters like call of duty I, I can kind of tolerate but like that scene is just too much like i'm not gonna spend 70 dollars on a new call of duty game every year yeah i mean in my opinion with call of duty i'd say i mean overall it is fun i would say yeah like aside from the community and everything that's kind of a different story but yeah as a game itself it does feel on the repetitive side of things i mean oh well, really okay. is. I, mean, I should probably I mean, specify like... i should i should probably specify myself uh not the regular 4v4 stuff but just solo battle royale oh battle Royale. oh yeah that's that, that would be different yeah True. battle Ro yeah like i i personally like doing solo stuff and yeah. like i mean halo is a team game and the reason why i put it on there is because halo was well like halo well, okay, yeah, I guess I kind of confused everyone and myself. I meant, like, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing competitive Call of Duty if it was, like, just solo uh, Battle Royale. And I kind of wanted to do Fortnite when they wanted to, do, when they, like, were all for the idea of just doing a solo Battle Royale. Like, I like that. Like, I like it if it's just solo mano y mano. I mean, Halo, I can probably handle being in a team, but, like, when it came to just Battle Royales, I would prefer doing it solo because I just like talking to myself mid-game. Yeah. I don't know, it just helps sometimes. Not Well, I mean, if I'm in a Pokemon competition, I can't do that, but, like, I always try to, uh, try to communicate with myself. I guess, more or less, uh, cope with myself. As yeah. I'm going with all the pressure. Yeah. I'm saying, like, compared to, like, Halo, I mean, even though it is, like, um, um, you know, similar to, like, Call of Duty in that sense, and also, like, with that game, I'd say it is also different with just the way everything works. I mean, I, I'm not sure about, like, the new one. I know there's, like, certain things with the Infinite and everything, and uh -huh. that's different. But, like, the OG, like, Halo 2... Where you're all you're doing is just going and like just obviously just shooting um, your enemy it's and then you're getting it's all, to it's like, all kind um, of the same really yeah and you're getting to vehicles and you're yeah. blowing stuff up mm -hmm. and like that's that's kind of just a fun thing like the same with like why I like battlefield as well because it's just kind of an open space and you kind of do just do whatever wait does battlefield have an esports scene um it it does I'd say it, I I mean it's probably not mainstream. 
Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. It could be mainstream. I just don't follow it, so I don't know. But oh, it I is. Mean, I, I, I just, yeah, it's, I I know oh, wait, it is oh, wait. out there. Oh wait, hold up a sec. I was like looking at this for a sec, and apparently, uh, apparently it's not like it's uh it's not really that big. Yeah, I mean, I noticed at least some out there, but like it there, it was a, it was an it tried to be an esports franchise back in like early on and like the last thing they ever did was like yeah i oh, know they at least oh oh i see but... why it's not an esport i see why it's not an esport technically because battlefield does not have a spectator mode oh wait is that literally the only reason why Apparently like, so. That 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 is a ridiculous reason, though. I mean, I mean, obviously, like spectating is a big deal, but yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's that's very odd. Why they would just stop? Like they won't continue esports because of that reason. I mean, they they. I mean, they kind of look at it more as like an actual competitive game rather than like just a competitive casual game. Rather than like um, just an esports title, because like who wouldn't want to have like a competitive thirty-two versus thirty-two man esports title? I mean, that would be fun though. <laughs> it would actually be pretty fun. <laughs> let's be real. I mean, you just yell that one guy is just camping <laughs> the corner. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. What are you doing, getting? <laughs> but I mean, I was I know like Battlefield at least kind of fell off. Like after I, de- I mean, um, I know like, um, like it's like only three hype was apparently yeah. I know like yeah. three and stuff was like really good online stuff, and I think some four. But after that, it was like kind of mixed between really good. Like some people say it's really good, some people say it sucks. So I mean, yeah, it's been all over the place since. <laughs> mhm. Oh man. Did you know that there was an actual esports scene for Sonic Riders? No, there, no way. Like, I'm serious. Wow. I mean, I, I would, I, that would be an, another interesting one. Um, because, I mean, I remember playing um, a lot of Sonic Riders Zero Gravity a lot. That was like the, I think that was the first one I played. Like, like seriously, yeah, pretty good. Like Sonic Riders, they get very solid viewage for like their matches and such, and they've been going at it for like such a long time. I never knew this was really a thing, but like it, but like it's all one v one, I believe, and it really? looks so cool just looking at it. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, it's. It, I'm saying it's definitely its own racing type of game for sure yeah for sure oops it kind of reminds like look at the racing style of that game it honestly reminds me of uh of this one arcade game that would been take that would be taken like so heavily competitive forgot what it was it was like maximum gp or something like that <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that style because everyone's like so neck and neck constantly. And then like, apparently you drop someone to a point where you gotta get past them or everything. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, is it just basic Sonic Riders or is it like specific ones? Uh, just basic Sonic Riders, the OG. Oh. Yeah, as I know that one was good. I mean, I remember playing at my cousin's house and it, I sucked at it, but I ended up playing um, I, I as I remember Zero Gravity, I was pretty good, and I kind of liked that one because with that one, that one gave you like a whole bunch of shortcut options. And I mean, you're able to just like float in the air for a second and then just shoot anywhere you like. Oh yeah. And it was like that was like pretty cool, in my sense, in that sense about it. Real for real. Uh, and I'm kind of fresh out of ideas to talk about. How about you? Um. Oh, if if anything, like. I probably have a question about like the new, like speaking of like VGC, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go what, ahead. What would be the thing that you really hope for, like aside from the stuff we already seen? Like, what would be the one thing you really hope for to be, um, like considered, like considered or like whatever it is for like the Scarlet Violet games, like, like um... like a certain feature that you probably oh. been wanting or is that's there like easy. something else that's easy battle frontier oh yeah as i as i am i know like a lot of people really like battle frontier i don't think i've really actually experienced it much um, because i mean i've I've, like, I've yeah i'm saying i've played pokemon emerald but i don't think i've ever played that part of it but it would be so it'd be very interesting for like stuff like that i guess i mean it's like and yeah oh yeah i mean for, yeah but for me though like um a lot of, like even though a lot of people like the competitive stuff in my opinion the one thing i really want like back again is like a a pokemon a diff, uh, like a a new type of pokemon refresh <laughs> yeah i mean like other people like um i mean sorry um <laughs> um I'd say like, even though obviously like I like the competitive scene, and obviously like the battles are always interesting. I mean, even though I would say like if, if they like if they do like add a, a dodge option, that would be interesting. But um, the one oh thing I really God. like about Pokemon is just um, being able to like just walk around, like enjoy being with your Pokemon. Also, I mean, teams are pretty creative. Like, you yeah. can make, like, you know, I'm thinking about possibly for this season, I might just go kind of closer to the meta, but, like, but, like, also kind of do my thing as well. Yeah. And I guess another thing I'm kind of really hoping for is definitely a spectator mode and some easy and something maybe uh more... I guess I guess like easy to kind of traverse the map and do all the quests and such. I mean, I know there's like a mini map now, which is there actually very it is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited to uh, to uh, traverse this game altogether. But you know, I'll definitely you know definitely there will be a time where I'll probably talk about more of the Pokemon scene like in another episode or something. I don't know when that will be. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's kind of uh, it's kind of something I'm kind of hoping for about Frontier, and uh, yeah, 
I am. I want a pet a Lycanroc. <laughs> we need to pet a dog. We need to pet a dog. If yeah. there's no pet dog, pet the dog option, then something's wrong here. I mean, like with um, at least with like sword and shield. I mean, there was like similar options. I mean, you can um throw balls and like pull it, have like a toy and stuff. You could, yeah. But other than that, it felt really empty for an unknown reason. I mean, like you, you like you talk to your Pokemon and it's like, oh yeah, he's happy. Oh yeah, he's hungry. Oh yeah, he doesn't like certain Pokemon in your team. But this Pokemon like to... is racist. This Pokemon <laughs> is sexist. This Pokemon is ableist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying it, it, it definitely what is a cool feature like what Sword and Shield has, but yeah, for to sure. see if they did improve upon it and if they did what it was. I mean, like, I mean, at least bring back like the Pokey Beans or something like that. Oh, or... oh, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, or like, uh, just, like, this pet in general, like... Oh, I meant, like, um, you know, we have, like, Gen 3, we had the Pokeblocks. Gen 4, we had the Poffins. Gen 5, we had stuff. Gen 6, stuff. uh... <laughs> oh, I, I actually kind of forgot. Um, I forgot what Gen 6 had, but I knew, like, Gen 7 later had, uh... Malsadas or Malasadas or something like that. Oh, yeah, Gen Seven had a whole bunch of everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm still Gen, playing yeah. it, but it has a whole bunch of everything. Yeah, Gen Eight had uh, Curry. Yeah. So I mean, the, might... the Curry is a fun thing, but uh, yeah. yeah, there might be some. We could get some other food. Hopefully, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh wow, we've already hit like ninety minutes on this recording. <laughs> Which I'm surprised the entire thing wasn't about Lycanroc, so that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> we we could have we could have, but you know, we didn't really come up with any specific topic. We just kinda went around with it. I need to add like segments or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean it, it it probably was just me as well. Like I like I'm not sure what to talk about. <laughs> I'll probably drag you in on more on more shows if I for, if I don't have anything to talk about. Oh, for oh for sure, I'm down to. Yeah, why not? More shows. Might as well, but yeah, for sure, guys. Uh, that I guess we'll kind of call it it for this episode. Uh, um, right now it's 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 been like literally an hour and thirty eight, but for you guys it's probably been a little bit less because I'm probably gonna edit this. But if it's unedited, then uh, congrats. Um, you just, uh, you listened to the whole entire thing that I could have easily fixed, but no, this lazy ass decides to not fix anything, because why not? But, yeah. Thank you, uh, DJ. Uh, if anyone wants to look for you, where can they find you? Well, I have a link tree. Um, um, I think it's just, um... Is the link tree on like your Instagram or something? Um, it's on Twitter and stuff. I don't know my YouTube. That's like okay. Dust Wolf DJ. That's my name. That's my main name. You got it. And I mean, currently I'm still just uh, sporadically posting stuff, but uh, usually it's like memes and other fun stuff. There you go. I like and and, and sometimes stuff with like rock. So you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right then. I guess. Uh... I guess we'll call it then. Thank you guys so much for listening in. I'll see you guys on the flip side. Take care.